It's December, and you know what that means? It's Christmas bird count season. Are you participating in your local CBC? If not, I'll post a link in the show description about how you can join your local Christmas bird count. Hello and welcome to a special CBC-themed episode of Birding by Ear. My name is Beth and this is Birding by Ear, a podcast I created to help me learn how to identify birds by the sounds they make. I've been birding for over 20 years, but I am not an expert birder. I'm a fellow student on a journey learning how to bird by ear, so if you want to learn too, come along and let's learn together. The CBC, or the Christmas Bird Count, is the country's oldest and longest-running community science bird project. It has been going for over a century. Around Christmas time, volunteers go out and count every bird they can within their count circles. It's a lot of fun, and I highly encourage you to get involved. Today, I thought it would be fun and helpful to do a special Birding by Ear podcast, especially for the Christmas Bird Count. Therefore, I'm going to do things a little different for this special episode. First, I'm going to split the episode into two parts. The first part is going to be a quick review of three common species you will probably encounter on your own CBC. These won't be lengthy, in-depth discussions I normally do. In the second part of the episode, I'll go into more depth with three birds that are less common, but most of us will only encounter in the winter months. I'll talk about the common red poles, snow buntings, and the American tree sparrow. The other departure from what I normally do is I'm only going to play calls. Well, at least sounds that you'll only be able to hear in the wintertime. I'm hoping to make this a mini-series with new common birds and new winter specialties each year. I think it'll be a great and fun way to get excited about the annual Christmas bird count and a reminder of what to listen for. So let me know what you think. I'm going to start with a pop quiz and play the call notes of our three common species. How many can you ID? All right, let's get started with our first common bird. Were you able to correctly ID that bird? That was the American robin. I covered American robins extensively in my episode called, Is That a Robin? But most of the episode was focused on their song. Robins have quite a few different call notes. So let's talk about a few in a little detail. First is their whinny, which can have a few variations.
Next is a cheap and a cuck. It is often given in the pattern of one to two cheeps followed by three to four chucks. But both of these sounds can also be given separately. They also have a very high downslurred call that sounds like this. This is often given from hidden birds and warns of aerial threat. So look up for hawks or owls if you hear this. Here is our second common bird call. Were you able to correctly ID that sound? That one was a little harder, so I'll play it one more time. That was the dark-eyed junco. I have an episode coming out in spring that discusses juncos in detail. But again, the main focus will be on their songs. So let's talk about junco call notes. First is a sharp smack. They also have a higher-pitched to sip call that can be given singly or like a twitter. Here's another example of dark eyed jungle calls. Here is our last bird in our common bird section. Did you correctly ID that bird? That was a European starling. Starlings form big flocks in the wintertime that can make a massive amount of noise. They have an impressive array of sounds, including up to 10 different call types, which I simply don't have time to cover all of them here. Starlings are also known to be accomplished mimickers, so watch out for starlings imitating other birds, such as red-tailed hawks. I should do a more in-the-depth discussion of these accomplished vocalists. In the meantime, here's a very quick overview of some of their sounds. Their calls are often discordant, squeaky, and whiny. What do you call a snowman having a tantrum? 
a meltdown. Why do reindeer love Beyonce? She slays. What's the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the original alphabet? The Christmas alphabet has Noel. That is the end of part one, a review of some common species you're almost guaranteed to see and hear this CBC. Now, let's focus on some less common birds that most of us will only get to see in the winter months. First is the snow bunting. This small, high arctic breeding bird is not accessible to most birders in North America except during the winter months. During the winter, they form large flocks on barren open landscapes, often with horned larks. Their small size and ability to blend in make them tricky to find. I personally have spent many freezing hours scanning fields of horned larks to find snow buntings. Both sexes give a call that is a clear descending whistled chew. This call reminds me a bit of a swallow call. They also have a soft husky rattle. Again, this kind of reminds me a bit of a swallow call, maybe a little like a bank swallow. They also have a snarl that sounds like this. One more time, the call notes of snow buntings. Our next winter specialty is the common red pole. I'll admit I only saw my very first common red pole last winter. Some winters they will be more abundant and further south than other years. To me, they sound like a cross between a house finch and a goldfinch, with elements of both American goldfinch and lesser goldfinch. All About Birds says common red poles form chattering flocks characterized by three main calls. A chatter which sounds like this. And this reminds me of an American goldfinch chatter, but a little sweeter. The second main call is a nasal rising whistle, which reminds me of a house finch, but again, maybe a little sweeter.
And the third is a rattle or trill. This is the element that reminds me of the lesser goldfinch. And finally, here's what a big group could sound like. Our last winter specialty for today is the American tree sparrow. This misnamed, mostly tree-avoiding, ground-foraging northern breeder is one of my favorite sparrows. It spends its winter in northern part of the United States and southern part of Canada. While foraging, they use a musical twitter that sounds like this. often referred to as Tidalo. Like many sparrows, they also have an alarm call that is high-pitched, hard to set. Males can occasionally be heard singing in the late winter before migration, so let's listen to their song. It is described as a high, sweet whistling notes, generally downslurred and slightly buzzy at the end. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope you found it helpful. Come rain, snow, sunshine, wind, warm or cold, I hope your Christmas bird count is filled with success. Audio files in today's episode were provided by Cornell Guide to Bird Sounds, the audio collection found on audubon.org, and Paul Martin, who shared his recording on xenocanto.org. Thanks for listening, and I will see you again in early spring.